shaping statements are good, but they can come off cold and stale without the vision and the passion behind it. So Dottie, if you would, send network. Planning Church is everywhere for everyone. Tell us more about that. Family, multiplication, restoration. I'm Dahadi Lewis. Join me, Noah Odom and Hayden Radden, as we come to you from Atlanta, St. Louis, and Las Vegas, as we seek to add value to your church planning journey. We'll have real-time, authentic conversations that are relevant to the life of the church planner and pastor. Join us as we hear from leaders of this movement from across North America and discover what it really takes to plant churches everywhere for everyone. What's up, Sid Network, and welcome to another podcast of We Are Sid Network. I am Dahadi Lewis, lead pastor of Blueprint Church and vice president of the Sid Network, and I am here with Noah Odom and Hayden Ratner, my two new co-hosts. What's up, fellas? What's up, Dahadi? What's up? What's up? Glad to be here. That is awesome. I invited these guys to join the show because I think this is the, it's more apropos to what the show is about. It says, we are Sin Network. It's not I am Sin Network. It is we are Sin Network. And right here, what we have is three practitioners, three pastors, but also three people who are committed to seeing a healthy multiplying church being planted in every community across North America. And actually, we got a bigger, broader swath of North America. We are actually in three different regions. I am in Atlanta, Georgia. Noah is in St. Louis and Hyde is in Vegas. So we are wrapping all around. And so I'm just really excited to be here with these guys and to be connected with these guys as practitioners, as leaders within the Sin Network and people who are committed to seeing a healthy multiplying church in every community across North America. So guys, give me a few, give me a snapshot of yourself. Introduce yourself to, to the We Are Sin Network family and, um, you know, give us a little bit. Hyde, why don't we start with you? Sure. Yeah, my name's Hayden Ratner, and I am the senior pastor of a church plant here in Las Vegas called Walk Church. And uh, yeah, we planted in 2015, coming up on our five-year birthday uh, soon. And it's been a roller coaster of a journey. Honored to be a part of the Send Network family and to see all that's to come. Uh, I'm married to the most beautiful woman in the world named Nina. And we have three little boys, Epaf, who's five, Asa, who's two and Baby H Jr., who is one. And so definitely uh, trying to keep up guys and uh, raise them up to be the next young Hoopers to come out of Las Vegas and, and be that guy. I, I played basketball growing up, and that was an idol for the majority of my life until Jesus saved me in college and then really replaced that idol with himself and put a calling on my life to come back to my home city and to plant churches for his glory. So, yeah. I'm excited to be on this call and to, to learn alongside you guys, but hopefully add value in some way as well. Yeah, and my name is Noah Oldham. I'm the lead pastor of August Gate Church in the St. Louis area. Planted August Gate in downtown St. Louis in 2009, and we just celebrated uh, 11 years of planting. And in that time, we've been able to be ascending church, uh, supporting church for a number of church plants, um, and even uh, kind of this, this level of multiplying church. We have a a process and a program of developing guys and sending them out. And we want to do that until Jesus comes back. Um, I also have the opportunity to serve in the SEND Network as one of the senior directors of the SEND Network. And so each day, every day, um, church planting is on my mind. And I want to care for church planters and see them plant healthy, multiplying churches everywhere for everyone. It's great. And that's awesome, man. You know, and Noah basically overseeing what he's talking about. He's overseeing all the care. So Noah is loved by everyone. You know, he yeah. all the... All the gifts, all the care, all the support. Right. Noah has done a great job 
for us in leading that. So Noah, why don't you kind of kick us off and tell us like, why are we here? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're here because we want to build and continue to build on the foundation that's been set of a podcast that helps people make disciples and plant churches everywhere for everyone. So if you're somebody that wants to grow and your ability to make disciples, this podcast is for you. If you are a, a pastor that wants to lead your church to be multiplying, this podcast is for you. If you're a Send Network church planter that wants to grow in your understanding of the nuts and bolts of church planting, this podcast is for you. The Send Network is all about multiplying churches, making disciples all over North America. And we want to have the conversations and talk about the subjects that are applicable to all of us in all these levels so that disciples are made, churches are planted, and this network grows into a movement that is truly impacting all of North America. Yeah. So, I mean, part of this, you know, and Hyde, I want to get to you, but like, as I'm thinking about this, Nora, when you was talking, I was like, all right, how is this going to work? I, I guess we could have had this conversation beforehand, but I was like, how is this going to work? Like, I've been doing the We Are Sin Network podcast for X amount. Like, it goes from now as like from a senior pastor to like we're doing a team teaching thing, but we're, but we're sharing the same platform. And now you got three lead pastors on one call. How are we going to divide this time? How are we going to impact, you know, um, help our planters manifest this? Well, I think it's really exciting, Zahadi, is that this is going to be a conversation. We have three different guys, three different contexts, three different ages of our church plants. I think we're going to have different opinions on a lot of things. And that's what our network is all about. We're a family, um, and, and we're different. We are, we are unified, but we're not uniform. And we're going to see that flavor come out. We're going to, we're going to talk about important things. We're going to talk about um, interesting things. We're going to hopefully talk about really helpful things. And so we're going to have conversations each and every time that we're on this podcast. And I think we're going to challenge one another, and we're going to be a, a challenging force for brotherhood all across this network. Yeah, yeah Nor, how old is your church? 11 years. 11 years. Okay, so you're older than our church as well. So you've been going for 11 years. We just celebrated 10 years a few months back. And Hyde, what about you? Yeah, we're turning five on September 20th. Okay. So get okay. ready to our first church. That's awesome. So you're still getting the care gift. Oh, man, I think we got another couple months. <laughs> yes. We're going to soak it up. Come on. That's what I'm talking about. And so, but what I love about it is even the diversity of kind of where we are in the season of our plants and all that. And, and Hayden, like, like, what is your perspective, like, when you're coming in, bringing in kind of the planter perspective, one as, at least on this call, the one who has been the most, um, had the most recent plant, like, I, I'm, like what, what are you going to bring to the call? Well, I hope that I can bring to a call a practitioner perspective that is still very much living in this church plant grind. I mean, our church is still portable. Um, we are just trying to figure it out kind of day by day, context of disciple making and preparing for Sunday services. And um, we're getting ready to send out our first church plant. So I'm still living in those conversations really close. We just brought on another apprentice who's also going to plant in Vegas. So I feel like I don't feel removed from church planting conversations. And, I, and I'd also say that I didn't grow up SBC. I, I didn't Christian. So I'm, I'm to the SBC, to NAM, to Send Network. And uh, I love what God is doing in this context and within our network. And so um, as somebody who is just now figuring out some of the benefit and the gift of having a family, um, to be speak to that, I'll be able to share some. There's going to be some that are like, I don't know if I want to be a part of this. Thing. I might just want to be a friend. 
or I might just want to be a guest. And um, I, I know the feeling. I've been there, and there were some things that helped me cross the line to say, you know what, I don't want to just be like family with Send Network. I want to be family with this thing, and we'll be able to talk through some of those items. That's awesome. All right, well, cool. Well, Noah, why don't you, like, tee us up for today? And what, I mean, what are we going to talk about? What, why are we here today? Yeah, yeah. yeah Dahadi, you often say that the Send Network is a family of churches and individuals locking arms to plant churches everywhere for everyone. I want you to tell us more about that. Shaping statements are good, but they can come off cold and stale without the vision and the passion behind it. So, Dahadi, if you would, Send Network, planting churches everywhere for everyone. Tell us more about that. Well, I mean, I love, I mean, love the idea. I mean, that's part of the reason why I'm a part of the, the Send yeah. Network family, a part of the Great Commission Baptist family, you know, and as I think about this idea of planting churches everywhere for everyone, and even being um, a group of churches and individuals locking arms together, I mean, I think it's really important for us to understand that, because when I first became SBC, and I'm, you know, I'm going to say, like, I didn't understand SBC. SBC, I feel like, was terrible at marketing, right? Oftentimes, I was just like, what is wrong with the marketing? We're, all, we're known for what we're against, but, I, but what are we for? But when our man ran into people like Tim Wolf and, and other churches in here, when they said it was about, like the, the SBC is about, we're better together than we are apart. Like that's when I was like, oh, that, that I get that. Like as a ball player, as someone who played football, as an athlete, I get that. And as I think about it, I was just like, man, that's true. We are better together than we are apart. It's the idea of the body of Christ, the collective we are. Yeah. And so, Joining in on the family, you know, of, of people of all different ethnic backgrounds, all different places, like whether it's rural, urban, suburban, inner city, gentrified, like you have this family. But what I'm saying with it is this idea, the Great Commission, as a Great Commission Baptist, we are made up of so many tribes and collections, we, but we all are still a part of one larger family. I kind of related to being at Walmart and, you know, at Walmart, you know, there's different sections. Like when I go into Walmart, I recognize that there's a hunting section of Walmart. Like I gotta be honest, I have never ever been to the hunting section of Walmart ever in my life, right? However, there's people who go to Walmart for the hunting section. Yeah, and, you know, and that's like what the Great Commission Baptists are. There's people who are a part. The problem is it would be like if Walmart only advertised the Great Commission, and you know, only advertised the hunting section. Right, right. Right. So there's so many other sections. There's a there's a food section, there's a electronics, there's all these things. And so what I really hope to bring is the show and to highlight the variety of different sections that we yeah. have as in the GBC, um, GCB, that you know, in terms of manifesting yeah. Yeah, I'm still getting used to it, y'all, but I told you I'm, I'm I am gonna start using that. Let's go. Yeah, Dahadi, one of the things I love about being a part of a family, like you, you continually say, you beat that drum, that core value, we are family, is a family, they believe in one another, and they sacrifice for one another. And when I came into Southern Baptist, I had just planted a church, and somebody told me that this family gives millions of dollars, thousands of churches giving millions of dollars to plant churches all over the world. Yeah. And I said, if I join that family and I want to plant churches, you'll help me? And they said, yes. And so yeah. I'm a part of a family that believes in me and, and, and Hayden's a part of a family that believes in him and you and, and all these, all these planters, all these churches all across North America that call themselves Send Network. Like we believe in them. Yeah. Every once in a while we get these family things that come up. We need to deal with, we need to deal with them better. Like you said, our marketing. Um, 
we're on the on the upswing here, Great Commission Baptist. But I love being a part of that family. Thank you for bringing that emphasis to the network, Dottie. Yeah. Hey, hi. Our next thing is we want to be a healthy mobile church in every community across North America. That's not just hype. We really want that. What's it going to take? Oh man, that's a great question. Uh, well, I love the name, Great Commission Baptist, because you're going to produce Great Commission churches. And um, I think what it's going to take is really churches getting back to that Matthew 28 focus, which is to go and make disciples. Um, I love how Pastor Vance Pittman says it. He's our sending church pastor, a mentor in my life. He says often when Jesus comes back, the first question he's going to ask is how the disciple making go. That's what he left us with, this call, this commission. I can't find the verse. I've been, I've been looking for it. I would love to have it so I can cast vision with it. I can't find the verse that says, go and plant churches. I can't find the, church that's, the, the verse that says, go and start worship service. Those two things are really great. Uh, but I can find the verse that says, go and make disciples. And you can find a beautiful picture of that in the book of Acts, the New Testament. So I think that as churches start to have a more robust, practical pathway for disciple making, you're going to see people discover, start to say, you know what, God's equipped me with gifts too. Kind of like my story. I came back to Las Vegas, just a new creation, just wanted to share the gospel and make disciples. And that came with a church plant call. And so I think as churches start to say, all right, look, let's start to refocus energy on disciple making. You're going to start to see, dang, we got planters in the house. Like there's people that are in these churches within the SEND network, within the GBC that have church planters ready if they can get trained and assessed in a part of this, this culture. So I think that that's going to take, as cliche as it sounds, it's going to take a, a reform to disciple making. And I'm grateful that that's the heart of Pastor Dahadi. That's the heart of Dr. Ezel. That's the heart of us. And we want to walk in that. Hey man, let me clear something up real real quick. You know, what's interesting because at my church, people don't only call me Dahadi, right? And, um, you know, and then, you know, but then they're called other people pastor. I'm just like, okay, I don't get like, I don't get that. But I want you to know, just for future references, hey, I did get my doctor degree. So if you're going to refer to him as Dr. Easy, I want you to refer to me to as um, Dr. Dr. Dabati, too. I don't throw that around like that, but I just want you to know, just kind of FYI. You're such a level of famous. You are a one-name person. Yeah, but like, people know you by Dahati everywhere. That's really sad too, because I was actually, I was actually graduating with Dahati when he got his doctor hat, and so I definitely know that from Southeastern. Shout out to S. I'm just gonna start calling him Doc. Doc. Hey, hey, but it is a blessing to have a name like Dahati because all you gotta do is put Dahati. Like I get all the Twitter handles, all the everything. Yeah. I don't have to put the zero two one. I don't have to do any of that. So, I mean, I'm good. I'm, I'm loving it. Facts. Hey, hey Dahadi, 2020 has been crazy, and it's only, uh, it's only like two-thirds through a fourth way over, but the mission yeah. moves forward. Yeah. I, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love our listeners to hear, where are we going? Where's the send that we're going in this next season? Well, I mean, I think what you just said, I mean, the mission still continues. The mission still moves forward. I think it's really important. I know what I've been telling our church and I think what I've even been trying to give to our missionaries within the SIN network is 
is a couple of things is that I really believe personally that if we're going to move into this next season, that we got to stop looking at this season as plan B. Like this is not God's plan B, right? Like this is the time for us as missionaries to shine all the more, for the church of God to shine all the, the greater, right? right. In darkness is where light kind of shines that much more. And I think that, I think to some degree, part of it is in Proverbs chapter one, it's, it's this idea that we need to return back to a fear of the Lord, right? Mm -hmm. We got to come return to a fear of the Lord because that the Bible tells us that it is the foundation of all wisdom, right? It is the beginning and the foundation of all wisdom, but it's fools that think little of that type of wisdom in that, and they kind of spur at the, you know, the practices and the discipline that it takes to do that. So ultimately, I think we as missionaries and us as a family, we have to cultivate, constantly cultivate our heart to pursue God above all else, right? We have to kind of keep pressing in. We have to keep as, as leaders and pastors that are leading this. And I think there's a certain type of leader that it's going to take in order to do this. And so there's all, you know, we are, we, we are, we, we're good at values and things like that. And so at the Sin Network, we talk about like this idea of family. We're a family, right? We, we talk about multiplication, restoration. None of those things are contingent on a time or a space. You can apply all of that. You can be about family, multiplication, and restoration in any context and in any scene. So when we talk about the mission moves forward, it is time for us as a family to reinforce who we are as family, to push, press in to the commission to go and make disciples, as Hayden talked about. And we need to make disciples holistically, right, by addressing a holistic understanding of the gospel, where we're talking about the spiritual, emotional, economic, and social um, aspect of what we're doing. Yeah, that's good. Hayden, uh, a similar question. Speaking um, from the perspective and the posture of a church planter, what do you think that, that, pla that planters and pastors, what are they praying for? What are they hoping for uh, in 2021? Yeah, I, I think that uh, pastors, church planters are are praying and hoping for a better day. Yeah, and, uh, and praise God, we have a God who says, come to me with your weariness, with, with your troubles. Uh, we seek the Lord in our time of trouble, for he's there to be found. Um, he's an ever-present help. And so I think that planters and, um, and pastors are saying, hey, look, you know, this has been a roller coaster of the year, to say the least, as if church planning isn't already difficult enough. Um, I'm still trying to recover from when Kobe died. You know what I mean? Like that, that really affected me, let alone everything else that uh, we're walking through. And so, yeah, it's just been a year that's described as tough. Yeah. And so I do think that there's hope um, around the corner. And, uh, and I think we can press into that hope. Um, and, and I think that one other thing I would just say is that, that there needs to be a, a resurgence of optimistic faith. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I've been reading through the book of Ruth and I love this scene in Ruth chapter two, right at the beginning. I mean, Ruth chapter one feels a lot like 2020. Mm -hmm. It opens up with three funerals and you find Naomi in a lost paganistic Moabite city and she's by herself and it's dark. She decides to return to Bethlehem, which is the city of bread. And she has this Moabite woman, Ruth, who says, I'm going to go with you. 
And in chapter two, just to wrap it up, it says that Ruth says, I'm going to go out into the field and I will find favor there. And I love that she has this optimistic faith. Everything that has happened in her life at this point has been terrible. But she says, look, if I just step out by faith, I'm going to find favor. And I would tell the pastors and church planners, man, if you just continue to just step out, make disciples, do the things that God called you to do, nothing else, I think you're gonna, you don't have to go uh, chase favor. Favor will chase you if you're doing the things that God has called you to do. And, and I really think it's going to just brighten. It's going to lift. It's going to be, I, I have reason to have optimistic faith the closer I lean into the Bible. And I would encourage those. Can I, to, let me yeah. lean into that a little bit. And, you know, and I want to get your thoughts, Noah, on this. Because, you know, as the one who's closest to the ground, like the field and knowing kind of where our churches are, because you hold a lot of the weight of the care, you know, I even talked about just being optimistic and all that. You know, it seems like the sentiment, the general sentiment right now that I'm getting from a lot of pastors and planners is that they say that eight out of 10 pastors right now are considering quitting, leaving, like yeah. being a part. I, you know, I mean, because of like, and a lot of times it's weird. Let's just be real, right? Like you don't get the same immediate gratification because you're preaching online, you're preaching to a camera, right? You're not getting the immediate feedback. You don't even know who's really listening. You're not, you, you know, you're not interacting with your people anymore. Like, how have you seen, how has that been impacting you, um, like, in terms of your own personal ministry and even your role as you've been engaging with kind of the Sin Network family? Yeah, I think we got to stay tethered. I think one of the, the gifts of God that he gave us a network that has the sense of family, the core value of family, and, and in context of, of our church planters of brotherhood, yeah. in this season, if you've not you didn't already have that foundation, right. you are reeling because you're untethered. But those who have been tethered to one another, they have found oasis. They have found solace in that. God, it's been really, it has been a gift. Just as I tell my people at our church, like the local church is a gift. We're not doing this alone. Yeah. Like think about coming into 2020 alone. Yeah. Like I can't imagine that. Um, it's hard enough with, with all these people who love and care for me. Same with our church planters. And so we want to help them get more and more connected, not less and less connected. And right. so if people are separated, let's get you together. Let's bring you together. Let's make sure that, that you're tethered. Um, so I think they need that. I think that one of the things we can do is continue to push encouragement forward. Just as Hyden yeah. said, I mean, he was about to preach here. I was about to let yeah. you. Um, I think we need to encourage one another and not assume that anybody's doing okay. Because even the guys who, who went back to services early and they're seeing people come back, they have so much pressure to not only care for those who are gathered, but care for those who aren't gathered. Yeah, yeah. Their time needs yeah. to be multiplied, and they're running ragged. So we need to be tethered to one another and tethered to the Lord. Can I say one more thing really quick? And and we're not going to allow this to get too far off the rabbit trail, but um, you say, what what gives planters, pastors, potentially hope about 2021? I would just say for me personally that there's no more election, and um, that I'm just – excited to see us get past the month of November, whatever that looks like. Uh, I just want to get past it. And I want us to focus on the word, That's good. you know, and I think that there's, there's more hope in the word than on a news channel that we got good. We got enough headlines in the word. We got enough good news in the gospel that, that can distract our hearts. Let us do that. You know, Amen. man. Yeah. I think that is, this is good. And fellas, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. And if you're listening to the We Are Sin Network podcast, this is the new norm. Like, 
You're going to get great, wise wisdom from people from a variety of different perspectives. But we want to also hear from you, you know, so please, like, connect with us. And if you're interested in church planting in any way, please check us out. And you can text to SEND Network. That's two different two words, SEND Network. Text SEND Network to 888-123. Now, we really want to look forward to hearing from you because, like, we are SEND Network. That means you are SEND Network if you're listening. We are SEND Network. Our desire is to, to be a family, a family of churches, right, that are locking arms. Individuals, brothers, sisters, we are locking on for the sake of the gospel, right? And our goal is that we want to see a, a healthy, multiplying church in every community across North America. And, you know, and we are three representations of that, but we are only as strong as you are collectively. And so, um, so please send a text to uh, send a network at it's 888-123. Until next time, God bless you guys. You have been listening to We Are Sin Network, a resource of the North American Mission Board. For more information about today's podcast and other relevant resources, visit sendnetwork.com.